<laughs> Hello, America, and uh, welcome to Monday. It is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, you've lost about 10% of your money here in the last couple of months. The country has, our credit rating has been downgraded yet again. A couple of stories that you're just not going to hear anyplace else. But it's really important that you uh, you understand what is going on. I got the latest numbers of the deaths and the shootings. Uh, Portland, shockingly, is at a uh, all-time high for murders uh, in this last month. Who would have seen that one coming? Also, schools. CDC says schools have to be open. There is a catastrophe coming if we don't open the schools. And then we go to, I think it's Maryland, where they have decided, yeah, schools can open. I mean, not the private ones, not the parochial schools. You know, (laughs) but the public schools, yes, they can open. Welcome to Marxism 101. We begin in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Bow, bow. All right, when it comes to uh, home security, you need to be safe. You need to have somebody on your side that is is looking to really, truly protect you and your family. And it can make it really super easy. For me and my family, it's simply safe. Uh, they are the ones that watch over us at night. They are the ones that are watching when no one is home. Simply Safe makes it easy and afford- affordable to have the best home security on the market. State of the art equipment, round the clock monitoring. They make sure that uh, uh, that you and your family are safe when you are when you're just doing what you're supposed to be doing and not worried about your safety, the equipment round the clock monitoring makes simply safe the first name in the business. And when you pair how simple it is to set up with the fact that you're going to pay 50 cents a day for monitoring, you got a no brainer. It's simply safe. Head over to simplysafe.com right now. Make sure you get a free HD security camera. That's simply safe back Dot com. Go there now. Make sure you let them know that I sent you and you'll get that free HD security camera at simplysafebeck.com. Well, let's say hello to Mr. Steve Breguer, otherwise known as Stu, our executive producer. Hello, Stu. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Oh, man. I am. Oh. Oh. You know, I just found out this weekend that I don't get out of my 14-day quarantine until my wife is better. <laughs> what does so that mean? My, that you, my quarantine, is it start my quarantine hasn't that? started yet. Oh. Yeah, it starts at the end of that. So I actually I am advocating to- you to have a uh, 14-month quarantine. Uh, I, are I don't you, know if I, are you? I tried to get to your doctor. Really? I don't know if he told you about that. Yeah, <laughs> You know, there's a difference when you're doing it yourself and you're like, yeah, it's going to stay home. I'm going to quarantine. And then when you have to, then it, it changes. Then yeah. it totally changes. Are you yeah. uh, so you, as far as you know, do not have COVID at this time. Your wife does. She's tested positive. Is that accurate? Tested positive and not doing real well. Uh uh been been really sick uh, i've not seen her this sick in uh, a long time 
And we should say uh, in, in context. Never, I've never seen her this sick. She's a very, you know, healthy person generally, uh, much more healthy than you, <laughs> clearly. But you're not talking about, I mean, we're talking about COVID here. Obviously, a lot of people have died from this. That's, that's not what you're, you're not talking about that type of thing. You're talking about just a very. I don't know. I've started dating. Sickness. I've started. <laughs> I've started dating. So that's a, so, you know, because I don't want any disruptions. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sure. I, the kids got to know that it's a stable family and mom is there. So I did start dating last week. No, I, I think a, a sign uh, of a just sure in sign case. of a stable family is daddy <laughs> is just dating while mommy's sick. I think that's right. the way. Well, you... I'm not telling the kids I'm dating oh, yet. Okay. I mean, I'll tell them that if there's a funeral. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't worry. Here's your new mom. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but seriously she's okay no right? like, she's seriously she's fine she's fine she's just um it it zonks you out i mean i've never seen her this tired she it's manifesting itself with real pain for her um and uh you know she's just um, she's really healthy she's really healthy i mean we all <laughs> everybody's like dad you're gonna get this you know, the beginning when it first happened, Dad, you're going to. Yeah, you're the one. Oh, my gosh. The, the biggest whining risk. that's going to be involved, Dad, mm-hmm. when you get this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm the only one, me and the grandkids, I'm the only one that didn't get it yet. I'm convinced that I have it. <laughs> I mean, I, or, or I have had it. Because mm-hmm. there's no way. I mean, come on. Well, first of all, you are a doctor. I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping with her. You know what I mean? Are you still that's doing that? Not, that's not. Are you really still sleeping with her? Yeah. That's uh, dumb. Yeah. That's in a, fact. <laughs> in fact, she she came in for a hug the other day. Yeah, she hugged. Come on, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Gave her a hug, and uh, much to her shock, uh, I licked her face because I haven't gotten it yet. And mm-hmm. she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I said, "I've kissed you. I've tried everything else. I can't get it." And she's like, "You don't lick my face." And I said, "Well, you're not supposed to touch your face." So I figure if I lick your face, I gotta get it because I just if I don't have it yet, I want it so I can move on with my life. Ay ay ay. Be nice. Uh, I'm sure if everything went well. Although again, you know, I've had relatives who've had it as well, and it's the same thing, same story. You're telling me multiple weeks. Of not no no you know luckily this you know the person I'm thinking of yeah, didn't no die or anything but multiple weeks of every time you get up you almost pass out you're ridiculously tired just walking across you know the room in your in your house that type of effect mm-hmm. which is like you know really just I mean it's a, it's a it's debilitating in a short period of time and it, it is it really does screw your life up for for the for that period oh I know and that's not going to be included as a serious even, she symptom. can't even get she can't even get up to get me a beer or anything. You know, I'm like, okay, when is this going to end? I can't continue to get up myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if, if she's rooting for the end. Uh, honestly, she after living with you, dead asleep. Mm-hmm. She is dead asleep right now. Right. That's the only reason why I can say any of this. She's dead asleep. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, keep her in your prayers. She is, she is fine, but, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's been a schlog for her. Um, and I'm anxious for her to get, uh, to get better. <laughs> the laundry is piling up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> How is she still with you? I don't understand. I don't know. She should have used know. this as an excuse to just disappear. <laughs> Cheyenne and I went shopping this weekend. We went, you know, went to go to grocery shopping and uh, 
She, <laughs> I said, your mom loves my sense of humor. And she's like, no, dad, I don't think she does. Right now, I don't think she does. And no. I'm like, ah, she loves it. She loves it. Mm. Uh, all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about you for a second. Uh, your money in the bank has lost uh, about 10%. Um, just in what, the last couple of weeks yeah in recent weeks uh declines are accelerating um uh, so your money has lost 10 percent. so i i want you to understand how your money works when they print money your money is worth less right now so far in the last few weeks your money now is worth 10 percent less so while it still says you have a hundred dollars in the bank you have $90 of buying power compared to what you had just a few weeks ago. So this isn't a problem if deflation happens. I mean, if deflation happens and everything becomes really cheap, well, then you don't need all $100. Uh-huh. The, uh, the Fed, of course, is working. They're printing all this money. So deflation doesn't happen. Um, and uh, we do go out and buy things. But so far, you've lost 10%. Now, if you remember right, Stu, what is the one thing the Fed will never do? Uh, they will not buy the debt, right? Isn't that the way it works? They will never, yeah, ever, never no buy. matter what, in no circumstance. Never buy. Mm-hmm. Right. How much of our debt has been financed in the last couple of months by the Fed? Uh, I, well, I would assume the answer to that is zero dollars because they will never, ever, ever it, it, do it. Exactly the opposite. Mm. Uh, it is 100% of our debt now has been purchased by the Fed. Now, the other thing the Fed will never, ever, ever, ever do is print money. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Never. never. Never do that. They'll never do now, it. Now, Stu, how do we know that they'll never do this? Uh, well, mostly because they don't really print that much money anymore. It's more digital. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, right. they keep saying these things and they keep promising yeah. these things and they're very important things. Yeah. But then the opposite yeah, of those things well, came, seems to happen. Yeah. So uh, 10 years ago, everyone told me I was insane. Those things would never happen. I was also told that the, the United States will never, ever ever be downgraded with its credit rating uh you know about nine years ago we were downgraded now another company has just downgraded not our actual credit rating but our outlook which i think is kind of i don't know important uh, the credit rating from Fitch left the United States uh, AAA credit untouched, but downgraded its outlook on what is effectively the national credit score, suggesting the country's status as one of the world's most trustworthy borrowers could be put at risk by enormous deficits of the federal government because we're running uh, a deficit. Well, I think it's a three trillion dollars in the last month, but that's. But that's it. But that but that's it. Uh, so we've you know, we got that going for us. Um, no, I'm sorry. It's three trillion dollars from the end of February. It's a trillion dollars uh, a month now. So the Fed has been buying all of this. And that they've done is uh, they have 
they have decided to say that we're not quite so reliable uh, on our credit rating and uh, that things could get treacherous for anybody who is, um, you know, wanting to invest in the United States. That, with your dollar falling, uh, will lead you to this. Gold opened the week with a surge to a record before retreating to a trade little changed as blah, 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 blah. Spot gold surged 11% last month, the biggest monthly gain since 2012. It's, uh, it's flirting with $2,000 an ounce. I told you 15 years ago, we get to three to $5,000 an ounce and the entire world is on fire. Uh, we are headed that way. They're now saying, I think it was Goldman Sachs came out and said $2,500 is what they're projecting over the next 12 months for the, the price of gold. Now, why is all of this happening? I'll tell you in 60 seconds. But first, let me tell you about Norton. The concept of public Wi-Fi uh, was science fiction when I was growing up. Uh, I kind of wish it would have stayed that way. If you don't have really good protection on your computer, when you have Wi-Fi and you're on a public Wi-Fi system, you're toast. This is why you need Norton 360 to protect your devices. With Norton, you're going to get real-time protection against existing and emerging threats and could put your personal information at risk. You're going to get a VPN that uses bank-grade encryption. This is so important to keep your information like logins and passwords more secure and private, but also just to take all of your surfing history. Did you see that the that the government is spying on us now. Um, and nobody seems to have a problem. In fact, Congress can't even get from the NSA if they are spying on congressmen. Okay. You know, where's the oversight there? Anyway, Norton 360. Norton 360. No one can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Get up to 50% off your first year with the annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, this whole thing is starting to uh, to spread. We are not making our mortgage payments now. Retail rents across New York City and other cities are beginning to plummet. Uh, nobody is opening up their stores. Nobody is paying their rent. This is just all going to dogpile uh, one right after another. The banks may be making money now, uh, but the banks are not going to be making money uh, very, very soon, because they're going to have all of these mortgages that are defaulting on them. That's when they're going to have to have some sort of a banking holiday. And of course, your money, please have if you have it, if you have it, try to have at least a, wor a week's worth of cash in your house. So you have the cash in case there's a banking crisis. Um, a month's worth would be would be better, but you got to stay safe. And but uh, please, please watch where your money is. Uh, the FDIC is going to, of course, if there is a banking crash, they will, of course, 
you know, make whole everybody's account. But what the heck does that even mean when they're printing all of that money? How do they print all the money that is lost? Meanwhile, we have 33 people shot, nine killed in Chicago over the weekend. Shootings in New York City this year have topped 777. That has already surpassed uh, 2019 numbers. Uh, We're in the middle of summer, by the way. A Cuban business owner in Louisville decries BLM protesters, says that they are mafia tactics. Um, He has demanded um, uh, that they are off the streets. He is saying, what, what? We're getting letters now from protesters that include a list of demands to improve diversity in the community and in the workplace. Uh, The letter was delivered by posters, I mean, by uh, protesters who told Martinez to put it on the front door so your business is not effed with. He writes, there comes a time in life where you have to make a stand and you really have to prove your convictions and what you believe in. All good people need to denounce this. How can you justify injustice uh, with um, uh, with injustice? You can't. Martin Luther King was kind of big on that. Now, in Montgomery County. Casting aside the standards of the Center of Disease Control and Maryland health officials, County Executive Mark Ehrlich and his health officer uh, on Friday announced that they would bar non-public schools from opening in the fall for in-person instruction. Now, how do you do that? How do you do that? Saturday, Republican Governor Harry Hogan publicly expressed his disagreement uh, with the decision. County officials privately tried to convince Hogan that the non-public schools were fine with the government barring their doors. Are they really? Um, The co-founder and executive director of the Feynman School said, this is a sucker punch. We're trying hard hard to make a plan this year to keep everybody safe. Uh, And then we, we get a phone call saying, You're not allowed to open. Uh, Why is it that the public schools can open? Oh, I bet this has nothing to do with the communist Marxist demands of the labor unions that are demanding that all private schools be closed, that there's a moratorium on all public or private schools and the money be transferred to the public schools. I don't think it has anything to do with that do you meanwhile governor gavin newsom uh has uh, said that they're still going to keep the churches closed his restrictions require all churches to suspend uh singing during the services and hold the uh, church service outside uh in a sunday sermon the pastor um said john MacArthur said uh christ not caesar is the head of our church churches should be open there should be no excuses and i'll go to jail before i close my church well he might in about a half an hour i'm going to i'm going to introduce you to a 70 year old woman a 70 year old woman who started her own business has a great business was trying to abide by everything that the governor said Uh, Not good enough for her. She's now facing jail time, jail time for opening her business. We're going to tell you that story and hear from her 
Imagine, imagine putting a 70-year-old in jail. That's what these governors are doing now. Meanwhile, New York Supreme Court last week granted a motion ordering the New York City Police Department to turn over the name, zip codes, and license category of anyone who was granted a firearm license in 2018. The New York Daily News made the request under the Freedom of Information Act, the request process, according to uh, according to the Supreme Court, they can do that. The newspaper makes the argument that they should have access to the information because their reporters frequently cover gun related political and policing issues. So what is it they're going to do? Again, with all of the information on who got, remember, there's no grand database. There's no, this, this stuff will never happen. And the Fed's never going to print money. And our credit rating is never, ever going to be decreased. And the American economy is stronger than it's ever been. We're not going to see some sort of a crazy depression. Riots in the streets from communists and and Islamists and socialists? Come on. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's almost like uh, you could have seen all this coming because it was planned. Uh, Is there something keeping you from doing the things that you love to do? I mean... You know, um, besides being, you know, being forced to uh, go to work every day to pay the bills. Oh, my God. Do you suffer from pain, frequent pain from mild all the way up to debilitating? It can limit what you're able to do. It can wash all the color out of your world, leaving a kind of a bleak landscape until you find something like Relief Factor. May I recommend that you give Relief Factor, just just give it a try. Not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. And 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month because, like me, it works for them. It works for me. It's worked for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of our listeners that, that I've just received email from. How many thousands are out of pain today? Give it a try. See if it helps you. 30-day quick start. You have nothing to lose but your pain. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. And this is the last week for Glenn to get votes for the Radio Hall of Fame. Go to RadioVote.com. RadioVote.com. I love him. Wow, wow. Hello, ladies. It's the Glenn Beck program. <laughs> Chicks dig me. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. It's Monday. Sorry to harsh your mellow, but Pat mm. has uh, joined us now. Pat mm. Gray from mm. Pat Gray Unleashed, the uh, podcast that you can hear where all the kids grab their podcasts. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm Pat? great. I am absolutely great. Mm-hmm. I am uh, completely, completely COVID nineteen free, so far as I know. Are you really? I am. So far as you know. So far you as I know. You haven't had a test though. No, I have so not. You haven't had the test yet. No. In yeah. fact, I'm hoping I, I've I had haven't. It, but I have. But I mm-hmm. didn't know it. That would be great. See, why don't you listen to Stu and just go get it anyway? Just go get a test. Go get a test. Well, because nobody in my family has it. Up your nose. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> of course, that have also given you the specific website to go to to get the one where you don't have to stick it up your nose and it can be delivered to your home. But no, you should definitely keep complaining about the <laughs> downsides of having to get a COVID test. That's mm-hmm. really difficult. I don't need a for COVID you. test? Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Everyone don't in your family has test. it. Of course, you should get a test. Obviously, you should get a test. The grandkids don't. I don't. You know why? How do you know they you don't? Know why? They, they, they're kids. They probably why? aren't going to show symptoms. They probably did have it too. Ah, that could be. Well, that could be. Yeah. Look, I am too busy. I am too busy dating right now. <laughs> so to get a to get a test. Cheyenne and I went out. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were clubbing mm-hmm. uh, this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, she's like, "I want to have some sort of say in my new mom." And I'm like, "Well, your mom's not. I mean, she's she's not dead yet. I mean, she's you know, Jeez. she's a little peaked, but." Uh-huh. Mm. Nice. Uh-huh. This All is right. a nice. This yeah, is nice. This is great. I'm sure she really appreciates <laughs> this. I'm sure Tanya's going to love this discussion. Uh, <laughs> you know as well as I do, our wives don't listen to our shows. I know that. That, that is true. <laughs> that yeah. is true. So, all right, um, Pat Gray, mm-hmm. welcome to the program. Great to be here. Thank you. Um, are are uh-huh. you? Uh, I know you're not a you're not a football fan, but uh, the Pac-12 playing their conference only schedule this year because because of COVID nineteen. I guess they're going to be mm-hmm. protected inside the conference somehow. But if they played somebody outside the conference, they'd be completely infected with the disease. <laughs> but uh, spoken as a, a true BYU fan <laughs> yes, who's very pissed who's off, lost three games because of the Pac-12 mm-hmm. and seven overall, but. Uh, they've, they've, there's a group of players, uh, 13 have signed this demand list, but there's apparently hundreds of players who are on board with this and they're not, well, going... let's hear the demands. Yeah, okay. They're but not going to hear the demands. They've got, yeah. they've got to be reasonable. Oh, they are. Reasonable. They're completely reasonable. And, and I think the PAC 12 mm-hmm. can deliver on all these things. Uh, okay. but they will not play football until these demands uh, are met and they include okay. health and safety precautions. Okay, okay. completely reasonable, yeah, totally reasonable, right? You totally don't want to reasonable. They don't want to get COVID nineteen. I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The elimination of what players described as excessive salaries. I can only think that means the <laughs> coaches <laughs> yeah. and the administrators. Okay, so just we'll change the, yeah. the salary structure Completely. of the entire conference. Okay, so no more millionaire coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume I don't know oh. how much is okay for them okay. to make fifty thousand, sixty thousand. I don't. I don't know. Now, are now do they do the, do they extend this out to if they are going to be no you know, no? And I'll tell you why because basketball and no, they want a profit no. sharing arrangement in which fifty percent of each sports conference revenue would be distributed evenly among the athletes, so they can receive millions. And excessive uh, salaries, but the coaches and administrators cannot. And this is part of the systemic racism, is, yes, I assume. Okay. Exactly okay. right. Mm-hmm. And, and just this one, is, this college. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is college, right? Yes, this is college. Yes, this, this is, is not college. business. Yeah, okay. right. Okay, all right. Because one, one's paying to go there, and the other is being paid to coach or to teach. Right. I mean, just I just want to make sure I have the system down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's confusing because it is sports. Well, so but I, the know. athletes don't, of course, pay to go there. They're on scholarship, mm-hmm. and they they're uh, on yeah right. They go over there right. for free. Okay, so it's but the scholarship for free mm-hmm. that doesn't count as compensation, right? No, that okay. doesn't count. Okay, and neither mm-hmm. does the education. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count. Okay, got it. All right, it doesn't count. Yeah, and there's right, one okay. more little thing that they want. Uh, and that's an mm-hmm. end to racial injustice in sports and society. 
<laughs> so oh. Now, I, I think the, I think the no. Pac-12 has been withholding their ability to end <laughs> racial injustice in society, and I'm pissed about it. I've been thinking well, the same thing. No, f- finally somebody has just asked for it. I mean, <laughs> right, yeah. right. Now, you know, I, it's been up on that shelf <laughs> the whole time, and it's like. Oh, thank God. Somebody finally, finally asked. Said it. Okay, yep. now right. we'll end it. Now, Pat, I know you're not a, <laughs> wow. necessarily a representative uh, in this uh, particular negotiation. Right. But if you could kind of put your negoti- negotiating hat on for just a moment. Okay. What if <laughs> we were able, as the PAC, as the PAC 10, uh, two, two or 12, mm-hmm. to get to just eliminate racial injustice in sports? But it was and left in, in, other, in other elements of society. Like, for example, mm. I don't know, you know, it's, it's maybe in another country, mm-hmm. maybe uh, in, in a different part of the economy completely. It still existed in small places, but not in sports at all. It was completely cured. Would that be okay? If it's gone in all Pac-12 cities and states, yeah, okay, I think that's enough. Okay. Okay. All enough. right. Okay, but, outside, but, outs, but outside of the sport in those cities and and counties and and states Mm -hmm. yeah well no it has to be cleaned out in the societies like in los angeles where usc and ucla reside it has to be completely eliminated from los angeles but you're saying it would be okay let's say in vermont yes to have some societal racial issues but be all right but not in sports it has to be gone in vermont sports (laughs) but it's okay to have it in society in some places well see this is why it doesn't this is why it breaks down because you Mm -hmm. get into this particular thing if it's, I mean, it's, Pat just said it's got to be gone in all of society in those places where mm-hmm. sports is played. Well, sports is played everywhere. So that's why you can never compromise on it. Oh, but I could well. compromise is, in just the Pac-12 conference schools, though. If you're if you're just in those cities and those states, I think we could make <laughs> in a, some sort of we could come to some sort of arrangement there. But I'm wondering if what if they just come up with the profit sharing thing? And uh, equally distribute the conference's wealth among the athletes. Will that be enough you know, I'm before gonna... <laughs> they've ended the racism? I'm going to take a wild stab <laughs> at this one and say yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Would you say, I mean, if you had to say, would you say they preferred <laughs> the, the distribution of the wealth over the getting rid of racism throughout society? Oh, I, I wouldn't go out on that. Oh, man. okay. That no. seems a little too far. Huh? Yeah, that was too far. Or, or not far enough. One and of the two. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Is ending racial injustice in sports and society, I mean, that would be nice. But is it enough? I don't think they should play until the Pac-12 conference also ends hunger and poverty. Mm. Why would you play if those two things are going on? I don't know. I I mean, maybe they should consider. Is that, the ex- is that at the expense of education? Because our education system is is pretty piss poor right now. I mean, <laughs> it really you're just going to higgledy piggledy and end mm. injustice and hunger and poverty, but right. do nothing about our schools. <laughs> no, really? Maybe we should add that. No, you're right, Glenn. That's not enough. Maybe we should add that. Uh, and so, and when you're talking about getting rid of all of racial injustice throughout, all, you know, I would assume all universities would have to get rid mm. of this. Um, so all races. Is would this be- internationally too? Well, that's a good, good question. Is that international, Pat? Um, well, if it's in society, I'd say that's international. <laughs> okay, so it has to be a yeah. society. All right, yeah. okay. um, so wow. if, I guess my question would be, if they have to get rid of all, all races need to be treated equally, right, throughout mm-hmm. all of society. Yes. So do we need to get rid of, like, affirmative action? 
programs. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's part worried, of racial justice. It is. Okay. Yes, that's no, part of racial Yeah, we need more of those. We need more of those. We need more of those. All right, no, that makes a lot of we sense. We need more yes. of like the Chinese system where they where those who are racially insensitive or you know just racially wrong mm-hmm. are sent oh like you know? a camp like a camp for instance yeah like a like a yeah. summer camp except it lasts your whole life <laughs> <laughs> or at least in, until you no, until you come around right, to the right attitude uh, right well the, you'll probably die and there's also no <laughs> canoeing in this camp <laughs> so there's no canoeing what kind of camp? no canoeing what a no you camp. still make bracelets and license plates and things but you don't get to go <laughs> canoeing <laughs> Uh, all right. Thank you very much, Pat. Appreciate it. Hey, by the way, did you did you see that the NHL, all the players stood and they're playing for some inexplicable, yeah. inexplicable reason in the summer? I, it's an inexplicable reason, Pat, that we don't understand why the National Hockey League had to suspend their season. Can you think of a, right. a way to explain it? Um, somebody got a cold, I think, or oh, something, okay. or a flu. Terrible. Hang on and just a second. So... Hang on just a second. Hang on just a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you think that uh, because, <clears throat> I, I don't know, uh, you know, some TV show is missing a season, that they're going to make all those seasons up? No, they're just going to, when it, when it is cured, then they will start making new seasons. That's what they'll do. So mm. why is it different? Why you think you think the new TV season would just start in the middle of the summer? No, they would wait until fall. You've missed it's, your season. Not- You've missed your opportunity. <laughs> Play in the winter when you're supposed to. It makes no sense. It's confusing to a lot of people. You know, it's interesting They're, now nowadays. And look, it's a new development. But a lot of hockey's played indoors now, uh, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they can actually control the temperature. Uh, it's also oh, that was played the first in mistake. warm weather environments <laughs> where the ice would melt outside. Very but they true. They yeah. hold the events yeah, yeah. indoors uh-huh. and therefore are able to hold the events. Ha! Huh. Mm. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. And have they cured social justice yet? Have they not cured yet. No. all oh, racial so, inequality? That's, that's no. up to the Pac-12. That's not the NHL's job. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Blinds.com. When it comes to window coverings, you either shop like a champ or a chump. Uh, you need to shop like a champ and you're going to save a lot of money. You're going to get great service from blinds.com. Check them out, whether you're one of those do-it-yourself types or you need help with the design and installation. Blinds.com will help keep it simple. They have easy online ordering, free shipping right to your door. Getting new window treatments, is it's really simple with blinds.com. They're there to help you every step of the way. And they have over 30,000 five-star customer reviews and they guarantee the perfect fit for your windows, whether you do it yourself or have them measure and install everything for you. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Blinds.com. Go there now. Take advantage of this week's special savings on interior blinds, shades, and shutters, even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Blinds.com. You're listening to Glenn Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're just talking about how stupid 
uh, these these rules are on uh, the funerals and, and, and things like this only because they don't apply to everybody else. They only apply to you. You can't have a funeral for your stupid loved one. No, no, no. But John Lewis and all of the world leaders can go because, oh. well, they're important. Yeah. This is an important funeral. Yeah. Th- th- this is an important person who's done important things, unlike your stupid spouse of 40 years who's done nothing. What have they done? They haven't done anything. Have they ever passed a tax bill? No. Who cares no. about their stupid funeral? Is there a post... Is there a post office named after them? No. No. Yeah. Let us know when you got a bridge named after your loved one, then you can come out of a funeral. But for right now, uh, you know, the important people get to go to their important funerals and you're unimportant and you don't go to yours. That's how this works. Throw them in a shoebox, bury them in the backyard by the pool like Elvis or a hamster. Yeah. That's all you get. That's fine. (laughs) What's your little protest about? It's about your business opening and your livelihood being destroyed? Yes, screw you. Stay home. This one's important because this one's going to get Joe Biden elected. So this particular rally, uh, COVID is cured at it. I can understand why people don't listen to any of these things that that the government tells them to do. This is insanity. And the legitimately, the only excuse they have for this is that John Lewis was important, and the people who wanted to go to the funeral were are important. And you're not important, so it doesn't matter for you. But it does matter for them because they are they are vital. Their concerns are interesting. Their concerns matter. Yours don't. So when your well, spouse that you spent half a century with dies because of this thing, uh, you know what? Well, you don't get to ever talk to him again. You never get to get in the same room with him again. You don't get to go to their funeral. But you know, look, this guy is famous. He's known. Your person isn't known. There are nothing, so you get no funeral for them. John Lewis is known, so we will celebrate all together with no social distancing whatsoever. Wow, I am so glad that you said this. Finally, somebody has said this. This is why Cheyenne and I went to the airport this weekend, and we were <laughs> I don't think we were just hanging idea. out. Uh-huh. What? We were just... Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We were just hanging out, and we were talking about maybe we should go to a BLM... Uh, protests because we were bored everybody in the house is sick and we were bored (laughs) and uh so we went shopping and then we went clothes shopping then we went Mm. clubbing uh and uh, then we were just there at the airport yeah 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 with a mask you can't tell um Mm. and so uh she i swear she looks 21 with a mask she looks 21 (laughs) um and so uh Yeah, but then it just her coughing fits got so bad we had to take the mask off. But we were thinking if we go to a uh, Black Lives Matter protest, we're going to be fine. That's where it gets we're cute. We're going to be fine. Can't be passed there. It's impossible to pass it. Oh, if, it if is. You believe the it's right impossible. things at the right times. That's correct. True. Correct. So we were thinking about just saying, you know, all the mantras, you know, uh, what is it? Run Israel into the sea and and uh, no capitalism and all that stuff. And uh, we thought we would be fine. So it's either quarantine in your house or say the right things at a Black Lives Matter rally. And you can be around people. Mm -hmm. So we've decided we're very, very pro black lives matter right now oh okay <laughs> for the time being until the economy fully opens because yeah, we can be around people mm-hmm. that way yeah you know yep we were you know i felt a little awkward people were looking at us you know when we were at the airport and they're like aren't you aren't you supposed to at least be wearing a mask and i'm like nah <laughs> no this is good no this is good humor i think yeah. people will enjoy it when they you know right <laughs> when they go home and think about their lives they're going to enjoy that you've been out at the airport and clubbing with your daughter <laughs> well look 
we can't sit around forever can't sit around mm. forever mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh and he saw it's like the little people in minnesota have you heard about the mini in minneapolis they the police said look robberies carjacking murders through the roof um but here here's some safety tips um you know carry only the items you need don't walk alone have your keys in your hand as you approach the car and hey look don't fight or argue with criminals just do as they say give up your stuff and is the glenn beck i think that's who we really are and need to be So everything the left accuses Donald Trump of doing, they are doing. Remember, he's he's just locking up innocent protesters. Really? Really? Because I haven't seen that. I know you keep saying that, but I haven't seen that. But I will show you the left in Washington, D.C. and Planned Parenthood calling the police and having protesters uh, arrested for being on a public sidewalk and quote defacing that that public property with chalk they were writing on a sidewalk plus a woman who is 70 years old and an exclusive story from the blaze today she owns a bar she she needed to open back up the executive orders allowed her to do this in arizona now she's facing six months in jail she's 70 her attorney joins us oh oh and one more the uh, doctor dr gold that was on with us last week that lost her job we get an update from her because she spoke out about hydroxychloroquine god help us all it all begins in 60 seconds this is the glenn beck program So life is so much stressful when you can remove all the complications. And when it comes to shaving, things don't have to be so complicated. Things they don't you don't have to have your face hurt. You don't have to have the razor burn. I will tell you, if you start to use Shave Secret, your skin will be like a baby's bottom comes in a small travel size bottle. And that's all you need. Just a few drops. You put that on a wet palm. You rub it into the area you want to shave. Ladies, you can use it. Men, you can use it. Uh, It's. You're golden with this. It takes away all of the ingrown hairs and all the problems that you have with shaving. Feels great on your skin, smells amazing, and it's going to replace all the ridiculous foams and gels in your bathroom. It's 100% natural, not made in China. It's made here in the United States and backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. So don't miss out. Try it today. Shave Secret, available regionally at HEB, Wegmans, Walmart, and Amazon. Or you can go to shavesecret.com. That's shavesecret.com. Use the promo code Beck and save 10%. Shavesecret.com. Do it now. This is a, this is an amazing story out of Arizona. Uh, we have Kurt Altman uh, on. He is actually the attorney for a 70-year-old woman who lives in Arizona. Kurt, tell me the story. Uh, hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. Good morning. Story's unbelievable. Morning. You know, I've been listening to you, and you, I've been hearing a lot of unbelievable stories. But Deb Wall is her name. She was running... Uh, her establishment called Lucky Strikes, a small 
uh, bar that serves some food in Apache Junction, Arizona, you know, small community. Uh, she gets shut down with the executive orders, tries to do her part, realizes that she can uh, open back up for takeout, uh, pick up and takeout. So she does that. Well, Apache Junction police didn't like that. They didn't think she was in compliance with uh, the executive order. Um, and instead of just breaking up what was going on, they go out there, threaten to arrest her with four officers, Glenn, four officers, threaten to arrest her uh, for violating the order and cite her with a criminal offense where she you know, faces significant fines and jail time. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't she contact the mayor? Didn't, didn't she? I mean, she was doing everything she was supposed to do, was she not? She was certainly trying, Glenn. She knows about the executive order. She reaches out to the mayor. It's a small town. He goes, man, sounds like you can do that, right? The mayor's not the governor, but he's like, seems to work for me. Sends out an advertisement on Facebook, says, hey, we're going to have takeout, you know, starting today at 8 to, 8 to 10 p.m. Come on by. And uh, she's doing that. Police show up, say, don't care what the mayor says. We think you're in violation. Here's your ticket. And if you don't comply, we're going to arrest you right now. And she didn't comply. Well, she did once she got cited, but there were about 10 or 10 to 20 people gathered in a parking lot outside uh, her establishment that were waiting on their food. Um, The executive order, by the way, allowed for alcoholic drinks to be sold uh, on a to-go basis, which she was doing. Uh, So people were hanging out waiting for their food. It's a small town. Everybody knows everybody. And uh, they tried to move them on and she had no control over these folks. She's like, it's not my parking lot. It's kind of a strip mall. Um, they're out here. They're gathering. They're waiting for their food. I'm going as fast as I can because I'm serving hot dogs and hamburgers off my porch, basically not letting anybody in the building. Um, wasn't good enough. Wrote her a ticket. We've been to court once. We go to court again this Wednesday. And she may go to she may go to jail as a 70 year old woman may go to jail. Um, She's she's not wealthy by any stretch of the imagination. Just having, you know, just just having her business closed is uh, costing her a fortune, let alone now all the trouble that she has, the fines and everything else. There is a GoFundMe page. Uh, You just go to GoFundMe.com and look for Lucky Strikes Support Fund. Uh, and you can uh, you can help her with this. So so what do the police say and what does the mayor say? I mean, how many people live in this in this town, Apache Junction? Geez, it's on the outskirts of uh, the Phoenix metro area, Glenn. And, you know, it can't be more than 20,000 people. Uh, it's just across the border into Pinal County. Incidentally, Pinal County, that's run by a sheriff who refused enforce the executive orders uh, of the governor wouldn't close businesses down yet the city apache junction decides to cite her and and take the authority um you're right though she's got she's got very little money she has to make about she was telling me thirty five thousand dollars a month just to break even at the establishment revenues of thirty five thousand she's been shut down for five months now they want her to hire a lawyer now they want her to defend a criminal case now they want her to pay fines. Um, just trying to earn a living. So what is your what what is the plan when you get to court? Well, I mean, what recourse does she have here? Well, right now, not a lot. Right. She 
she's been charged with a crime. We're going to court and we're going to fight it. My plan initially uh, is to ask the court through a motion to dismiss the case uh, because these executive orders, in my view and many people's view, and in my brief that will be filed, violate the Arizona Constitution in numerous ways. Most importantly, separation of powers. The governor's now operating like a police force. Uh, so we're going to ask the court to dismiss the case. If the court doesn't do that, we're going to try it. She has a right to a trial. Uh, I'm a trial lawyer. We're going to walk in the court and defend the case. Um, that doesn't work. There's appeals that go all the way to the Supreme Court, and, and she wants to fight it. She told me, Glenn, she's like, I thought this was America. Where's our freedom gone? And I'm like, mm, well, I guess we're going to have to fight for it. Yeah, I know that we um, our reporters talked to her and said because she was offered just pay a fine and admit your guilt. And she said, no. And our reporters asked, why not? And she said, because this is America. I'm not guilty. Which yeah, uh, right. is God bless her. God bless her for God, that. God bless her. You're right. Most people just cave. Right. They're like, oh, I'll pay the fine, make it go away. But the fine is significant. And this is principle. She's fighting not only for herself, but everybody. You know, they've closed down a lot of people's livelihoods, and she's going to fight for them all. Are other bars open in town? Are other places open doing this? Well, that's the crazy thing. There's been a number of executive orders that the governor here in Arizona has issued. Uh, the current one closes down certain bars, but leaves other bars open, uh, which also in and of itself is unconstitutional. It depends on the type of license they have. But Deb sends me pictures of a bar across the street that has the parking lot full of cars that were her customers. So the government's picking winners and losers now, too. Right. Deb can't operate but the bar across the street can because they just have a little bit different license. She can keep people six feet apart. She can social distance just like that place does. How does the government, the governor in this case, shut her down saying that she poses a danger, but not the place across the street. It's just not right. Definitely not in this country. This governor is a Republican too. Are they not? Oh yes, he is. He is. Um, uh, but he's been very, uh, very loose and very eager, I guess, uh, to use these executive orders um, to shut people down. Uh, wow. And what's crazy is Arizona has a constitutional provision uh, that talks about a right to earn a living. Like they will always preserve your right to earn a living in this state, I guess, except during 2020. Mm. Kurt, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, uh, Kurt is representing uh, the local Arizona business owner uh, who, you know, six months in jail uh, for grandma. Uh, okay, if if that's really what we've come to, wow. Uh, you can you can help her and her fight and her business by going to GoFundMe.com uh, slash Lucky Support. Lucky Strike Support Fund. Uh, they are trying to raise some money to make sure that she doesn't go, you know, wildly into debt. She can pay her fees and everything else. Um, so far, they've only raised thirty thousand dollars. We can we can help them with this, and we should. Uh, if you would like to help her out, uh, go to GoFundMe and then uh, look for the Lucky Strike Support Fund. 
Kurt, thank you very much. Let us know what happens. This is on Thursday, right? Uh, correct. Correct. We'll let you know, you know what happens. I really appreciate you having me on and, and putting Deb's story out there. Do you know anything about the judge you're going to be sitting in front of? Not too much. Not too much. He's a, a municipal court judge, um, and I'm going to file a motion that challenges the constitutionality of a state statute. So, um, uh, not sure what he's going to do. Um, probably never. Uh, municipal court judge has probably never found a state statute unconstitutional, but it is. So we're going to ask him to. Well, you can't. I mean, he is putting himself. The governor's putting himself in a, dicta- a dictatorial position. It's not a law. It's not a law. Uh, d- d- doesn't uh, doesn't the House and the Senate or whatever system you guys have there, d- don't they have to vote on this uh, to be able to pass a law and then the governor signs it? So how do you enforce an executive order like this, especially when you're picking and choosing? Well, there is a statute that uh, is is the subject of the constitutional challenge that basically says, Hey, in times of emergency, governor has all police power and can do whatever the governor wants. That, that's paraphrased, of course, but that's what it says. Uh, and so if the governor wants to shut down schools, he can. If he doesn't want to shut down schools, he doesn't have to. If he wants to shut down the bars on the north side of the street and not the south, he can do that. There is no standard on what he can do. And that's why it gives actually the legislative power, what the House and the Senate are supposed to do, gives that power to the governor and goes, you know, you decide when it's an emergency and you decide what you want to do. Nobody can uh, argue with you. Well, we're arguing with them because it's not right. And that violates not only the Arizona Constitution, but the U.S. Constitution. Um, many of the lawmakers yeah. are yeah. up in arms about this, but nobody's done anything. Thank you very much. I'm shocked this has been going on for a while and uh, we've been watching it and nobody has picked this up yet. Uh, And we're the only ones. It's an exclusive story. Now you can read about it on theblaze.com. Just uh, go to uh, theblaze.com and read that story and share it with some friends. Another uh, unbelievable injustice happening this time in Arizona. Kurt, thank you so much. Our sponsor is Real Estate Agents I Trust. Whether you're planning to buy a home, sell a home, or both, you're in for a lot of work. And if you've ever done it before, you know what I mean. The worst part is you don't know what you don't know. And on the selling side, there's no end to the list of things that you probably have to get done for your house to be ready to be put on the market. You're going to need to know the best people, uh, the most dependable people for each job. And on the buying side, there's a whole litany of tips and tricks for getting a good deal or some, you know, something even better than a good deal uh, than it was uh, initially listed at. These are the things that a really good real estate agent is going to know how to work and to implement. When you go with real estate agents, I trust you're not just settling for somebody who does real estate on the side. You're going with somebody who we believe are the best and are going to work the hardest for you to get the best deal possible. It's real estate agents. I trust don't take my word for it. Interview these guys, interview several agents. This is the biggest investment of your life. Make sure you have the right person taking care of it. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Mm -hmm. 
many things uh, going on that are just crazy. Um, we had um, we had Dr. Simone Gold on with us last. What was it? Thursday, Stu? Yeah, it was late last week. A couple times. Yeah, and uh, she she got fired because she was part of an embarrassing video. Uh, she lost her job because she was speaking out about hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with hydroxychloroquine, but it is absolutely bizarre, bizarre. Now, there's a uh, story from uh, the American Spectator that that talks about how there is journalistic malpractice going on at the Associated Press. Um, Fauci has come out this weekend and said the hydroxychloroquine study is is flawed in Michigan and we shouldn't pay attention to it. I, 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 I don't understand what whatever happened to if it just saves one life if it just <laughs> saves one life there's no there's there's no evidence that this harms anyone if you take it as directed um and in many countries it's over the counter it's been this way for a long long time what is happening yeah i mean it's so just, we have just uh, like other medications it has it's you know it's side effects but they're generally mild uh and it does not seem to be any ma- major danger uh seems like um it would be a lot of people are taking it obviously the president of the united states uh said he was taking it uh for a time when he was ex- he had some exposure uh it's just I'm I, taking I, it. I don't know what it is it's there's some like religious level sort of you know you're supposed to take a side on hydroxychloroquine it's a freaking medication if it works for people great if it doesn't fine you don't have to take it if you want to take it great if you don't fine I don't understand why, where this stuff comes from or how it becomes this divisive. It's a freaking medication. It's a medication. People are losing their jobs. They are worried about their license over a, over a drug that has been prescribed and then made over the counter for decades, decades. You have to take it for the most serious side effect. And I think it's like in 1% of the patients. You have to take like 10 times the amount that you would take for uh, for COVID. You'd have to take 10 times the amount and for over a year and a half before you started to see side effects like you should have your eyes checked. What what are we doing? What what we are being told to be silent in every walk of life, everywhere you're going, everything you're doing. You are seeing the effects of somebody being told, be silent, sit down, do nothing. Can we please play the uh, audio out of uh, Washington, D.C., in front of a Planned Parenthood um, uh, building in Washington, D.C. this weekend? Every Saturday, there are protesters there. These protesters this time on the public sidewalk took chalk not paint not paint chalk and they tried to write black lives baby uh, uh, black baby lives matter that's what they try to in chalk and when you see the attempt it was really pathetic it wasn't big it wasn't big at all and what happened they were arrested watch this and listen i need to tell you now that if you continue 
talking. It's going to be placed under arrest for defacing property. Defacing property. Warning. You understand that, right? If you continue talking, you're going to be placed under arrest. Chalking. And they continue to write. But you can't even see it. No, they do this every Saturday, right? Every Saturday. This is completely public property. I majored in political science. This is public property. Every Saturday, people are here talking. This is government censorship. And arresting them because they are simply putting free black freeborn lives matter. You gotta be joking. You gotta be absolutely joking that you would take young people that are simply putting on a sidewalk chalk that they are standing for pre-born black lives. You absolutely have to be joking. Especially coming out of like the fact that they've been able to paint in giant block paint. letters in the middle of the street and stop traffic right. to do it. That's been fine. Just put right. Black Lives Matter. But if you put babies in there, all of a sudden it's terrible considering it's even in And chalk. by the way, that is a public sidewalk. That's a public sidewalk. So how are they how are they arrested for doing something on a public sidewalk defacing it we should arrest i I hate to say this because they probably will we should arrest every child that is ever made ever used sidewalk chalk it's called sidewalk chalk it's not defacing this is the glenn beck program They are pushing and pushing and pushing. What have I told you? I found a way that can not only save you money on your cell phone plan, but while doing so, you get the same coverage that you're paying way too much for now. Same or better uh, level of customer service. And the money you do pay won't be going to places like Planned Parenthood. I know. Crazy, right? Well, I will tell you about Patriot Mobile. Whether you want to purchase a new phone or bring your old one in with you, they're going to welcome you to the Patriot Mobile family with open arms. Switching is easy. It is fast. You're going to be glad you did. You're going to save money. You're going to get the same great cell phone service because everybody's on the same towers. And then on top of it, you're not going to have some of your hard-earned money go to the profits of these giant corporations that are working against you. They're working against you by taking some of their money and giving it to Black Lives Matter, giving it to Planned Parenthood to kill more black babies. It's crazy. Switch now. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash back. And vote for Glenn Beck into the Radio Hall of Fame. It's the last week you can do it. Go to radiovote.com. Radiovote.com. Something is very, very, very wrong. Um, And, you know, in my 12 or 15 years of investigating the left, uh, I think this is a very well coordinated attack on uh, the Western way of life, the Western culture, uh, America itself and the capitalist system. Um, and they didn't make anything up. They didn't uh, manufacture any kind of um, any kind of crisis. They just use a crisis like COVID. And now 
they are struggling to hold on to it. We have uh, Dr. Simone Gold, who was with us last Wednesday night for my TV special. And then Thursday, uh, we found out Friday morning that she had just been fired uh, from her job and the emergency room in an L.A. hospital. Welcome, Dr. Simone Gold. How are you? Good morning, Doc, uh, Glenn Beck. How are you? I was about to call you Dr. Beck. <laughs> well, you, you can call me Dr. Beck. I am a doctor of humanities, and don't correct me. I think that means I can treat the entire human yeah. body. So, um, uh, so, so, Dr. Gold, tell me what happened when you got home with the hospital that you were working at. What did they say to you? So I work... Uh, most emergency physicians work at more than one place, and I do, and I've actually been fired from both. Um, and it's exciting, fun times living in America in 2020. Uh, they, they told me that I appeared in an embarrassing video and therefore I would no longer be welcome to work there. That's exactly hmm. what I want to share with you, which I haven't said to anybody else. I, I said to them, you really ought to place me on administrative leave till the whole thing quiets down and things will go back to normal. Not only do they decline that, okay, they said that if I didn't go quietly into the good night, they would pull the contract for the whole group of doctors. Wait, 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 wait. You mean they, they would, any doctor that stood with you, how, how would they do that? Stand with me that, right. So emergency doctors work um, like as a group for hospitals. So the group is always vulnerable to losing a contract with the hospital. So they've said to the hospital, the hospital has said to the group, if she doesn't go, we're going to pull the contract from the group. Oh, my gosh. Right, going well, to that's the putting the family. patients. It's like, yeah, that, yeah, no, that's putting the patients group. first. Yeah, it's really terrible. It's just really, it, I mean, it's just really terrible. They didn't even object to what I was doing. They objected to some other people in the video. Then they said that if I don't go quietly and I make a fuss, then they're going to have all the doctors in the group you know, have to go. Like, they'll just get a whole new doctor group, as if it's so easy, which it's not. Do you care to, do you care to say the hospital's name? Nope, I don't. And the reason is, not only do I want to protect my friends, um, I don't think it's unique. I think this could have been any hospital USA. Wow. So it's a good thing that you hired a really good attorney last week, before this happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I want to tell you that a lot of people have said, how am I doing? And I said, you know what? This is fine. Bring it on. You know, I want to continue to live in America. I want my children to continue to live in America. I don't want them to grow up in a place that's like China. When you're getting to the point that you, not only that I can't speak as a scientist, as a doctor, for what I know to be absolutely true, you then want to cancel me. You want to cancel my colleagues. This is not okay. I'd much rather fight than not fight. So for everybody who's wondering how I am, I'm doing just fine. And I want everybody to know that there are literally millions and millions of Americans who are on our side. Millions. I believe it's the majority. So I want to talk to you about hydroxychloroquine, um, but I I have a limited amount of time with you today. Um, So I've kind of Sophie's choice. It's a much it's a much more interesting subject. My life is not that interesting. Hydroxychloroquine. No, no, no. But uh, no, wait, 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 wait. I want. I also wanted to ask you about what came out uh, from the CDC director 
uh, this weekend where they said we've got to put schools back in place. The CDC warned, quoting, of a significant public health consequence if schools don't reopen. And yet, if you're reopening, you're made to feel like you're a, you know, a, a rooter for the plague. Let's actually understand that there's actually no scientific debate whatsoever if schools should open. None. There's no scientific debate. There's no serious person who thinks that schools shouldn't reopen. Now, there are some governors and policymakers. There's pressure brought to bear on school districts, but there's no actual scientific debate. So it's going to come down to parents pressuring their local school districts to act in a responsible fashion. So why is this happening Simone, that's the one thing I can't get my arms around other than this is a plan to destroy our children, our families, our country. Why? Why is this happening? I'll tell you that I think that in any group of people, you'll have the people that will always work and always be productive. Some people that will never work and never be productive. You have a lot of people in the middle who could be persuaded to go on one side or the other. And I think the left is determining, they're taking that middle group and kind of putting them in the group that is encouraging them to become government dependent, right? Because there's a lot of people in the middle who are like, well, yeah, it's not so bad. I'll just, you know, hang out here and not earn that much, but I'm, you know, I'm okay, right? So they're taking that middle group and making them comfortable with the dependency state. I don't have a better answer. That's truly frightening. Especially, I I resent it. Sorry. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? I resent it because you're 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 not only are you hurting people's physical health. That's for sure. You know, when you're not as wealthy of people, you're not as healthy of people, and you miss all kinds of problems. But also, it makes people very unhappy not to be productive. It's a requirement of the human condition. I didn't say you have to have paid work, but you must be productive. All the time in the emergency department, I see young, especially men, young men, I work in inner cities a lot, who don't have a particular goal in life, and they're quite miserable at their core. Women, it's a little bit different because often if they don't have a particular productive focus, they'll have children, and that becomes a focus, which is a healthy focus. But the young men especially flail, flail in life. If they're not working, they don't have a job, and they're 21 years old, they're not happy. And they're 25 years old, and they're 28 years old, and it's kind of over for them. And that's what we're doing to a whole generation. I can speak to that very much, very strongly as an emergency physician. We have, we have the CDC. This is the second time they have warned that schools must open up. They're saying there's a really significant public health consequence of school closure. 7.1 million kids get their mental health services at school. They get their nutritional support from school. We're seeing an increase in drug use disorder as well as suicide in adolescent uh, individuals. We're seeing suicides at a record rate now that school is out. Um, uh, how 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 do we fight the media and how do we fight uh, the the haters when you stand up you see what happens so this is the thing I now that I've participated in one school district one region in California that did fight to stay open and I can assure you it wasn't LAUSD it comes down to the local parents putting up a tremendous fuss. They shouldn't have to do this, but they do. And when they do, they, they have a lot more success. 
And I also don't think that parents should be participating in school districts that are ignoring what's best for children. They can go out and do these things called micro schools. That's where five families get together, 10 families get together. They pull their kids. They hire someone like a college student who's home anyway, and they supervise online school, school programs. And in the afternoon, they go out and do something so that they engage socially. But they should not be putting their tax dollars into a school system that is absolutely not serving them. That's what parents should do. Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute. So you use the school's online learning, but you have it supervised by some college student? You you do an online learning program, so you're technically like homeschooling, right? There's a ton of options, tons and tons. And then you do it just within your community. You have five or ten families that get together and do it. And the advantage of that is you've now taken your tax dollars away from the local school. So the local schools will finally start listening. You know, if a third of the class or half of the class doesn't show up, they lose their money. And they'll start responding to the parents. I would never participate in a school district that was holding my child hostage to something other than my child's welfare. I'm amazed at any parent to do that. So um, the uh, the doctors that are uh, risking their license and everything else for uh, hydroxychloroquine, I am on hydroxychloroquine right now. Everyone in my family has had COVID. I either have and it didn't affect me at all or I haven't had it. I'm the only one in the family that started taking it. Uh, uh, before symptoms started. Is there a chance that this is uh, helping me? Uh, because I'm the, I'm, I have immune disorder and everything else, and I'm the only one after four weeks that doesn't, that doesn't have it. <laughs> so I hear this all, I'm just laughing because it's ludicrous. I hear this all the time. Yes, if it was just you, Glenn, then we would say we don't know. But we see this all the time, all the time. It's, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. The science is there. You know, my website, as you know, got taken down, but it's up and it will be better than ever with all the information people can decide for themselves. And, you know, of course, what do you, it's not th- just you. <laughs> what do you think about Fauci? He came out um, this weekend uh, during a congressional hearing, I think it was on Friday, and he said that the Henry Ford Health System study that found hydroxychloroquine cut COVID-19 death rate significantly was a flawed trial. He said it was published, a non-controlled retrospective cohort study that was uh, co-founded by a number of, uh, uh, confounded by a number of uh, issues, including the fact that many people who received hydroxychloroquine were also receiving cortical uh, uh, steroids, which we know from another study gives clear uh, benefits, blah, blah, blah. So the study is flawed. The the Henry Ford Health System in Detroit said, no, it's not. It was peer-reviewed. Uh, we did 2,500 patients. 13% of those treated with hydroxychloroquine uh, alone died compared to the 26% that were not treated with hydroxychloroquine. Do you believe, yes. have you seen the study from, uh, from Henry Ford? And do you believe it? Yes. Yes. No, the Detroit Henry Ford study was one of the very best studies that were done at, at this time. And it was, it was really an excellent study. And I find it ironic that he would say that a month after it's been published. And I would share with your listeners something interesting. That study was so promising for hydroxychloroquine that it was delayed. 
about six weeks before it's published. Now, isn't that something? Usually when something comes out about COVID, it comes out at lightning speed. It comes out within days before it's published because it's big news. So the Detroit scientists were not able to do a press release about it until it was accepted into a journal. A journal didn't accept it for about six weeks. And then when they did, they did a press release the Friday before July 4th. I'm going to give you all of that. It, 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 was, hmm. it was a very solid study. I don't understand if Fauci believed that, why he waited a month to say that. That's, it was an excellent study. And let me share with you that the ones that were retracted were fraudulent. When you look at how they were done, it wasn't possible to have been done. Right. And others have used lethal or toxic doses of hydroxychloroquine. Let me emphasize that the only findings, the only studies that found hydroxychloroquine didn't benefit were studying the drug late in the disease or using lethal or toxic dosages of the drug or using the drug in monotherapy without zinc. All of the negative ones. Hydroxychloroquine was one of the only ones that did a late study properly. And they found 50% cut in mortality. And when it's done early, it cuts mortality, it cuts mortality almost basically to zero. Well, I'll be interested to see how uh, what happens with me because I've been sleeping right next to my wife. She's got it horribly. Uh, she had it for five or six days, had a high fever and everything else uh, before, you know, and I didn't have anything. We both got home, started taking all of the same medications. I've been taking it now for over a week and I feel fine. She does not yeah. feel fine. Um, it's yeah. it's interesting to watch. Uh, doctor, thank you so much. And uh, best of luck right. to you. We'll talk again. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Simone Gold. Remember, you don't have to be a hero. You don't have to be a hero. Um, we look at her now as, in many ways, as a hero, somebody who is standing up against the mob. That's not heroic. She is just standing for what she knows is right and the way humanity has always operated. You operate on science. You operate with facts. Uh, and uh, you don't go with a mob. You just don't go over the cliff with the rest of humanity. NetSuite, a lot of thought over the years, business strategies, how to run a business. I mean, I'm a business owner, uh, and for things to run efficiently, you got to streamline your business. And the more streamlined, the better, the more money it makes. Um, this is the philosophy that we have. This is the philosophy at Oracle, the makers of NetSuite. For years, I had asked for my uh, uh, company to come up with some sort of a dashboard. We couldn't do it. We didn't have the developers, yada, yada. Something just synchronized all the information flowing from one department to the next to the next so I could see all of them when I had to make decisions. Because if you don't know the numbers of every department, you don't know your business. You are bluffing. All right. We discovered Netflix. We put it into place, and the turnaround has been remarkable. Discover it for your business as well. Over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to go faster with confidence. 
20,000 companies. My company is one of them, or actually two of them. NetSuite surveyed hundreds of business leaders, assembled the playbook of the top strategies that they're using as America reopens for business. And you can get your free guide now, the seven actions businesses need to take now. And you can schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com slash Beck. That's netsuite.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So Lauren Culp is a choice that um, Washingtonians could make. You sick of your governor? There's a primary tomorrow challenging Jay Inslee in Washington State. The GOP candidate for governor, Lauren Culp, is going to be with us next. Hey, I want to tell you about our spotlight sponsor. It is The Zebra. Americans are overpaying on car insurance by over $21 billion. Ah! <laughs> now, you can find a better way uh, to insure your car. Go to thezebra.com, nation's leading car insurance comparison site. They're not selling you anything. They're just comparing. Um, they're not selling your email, so you're not going to get hit by spammers. You can go. I mean, I did it, and I compared, and I didn't have to put anything in. I didn't have to put my address or my name or you know anything. All you do is you just go and you say, this is the kind of car I have. This is the kind of insurance I'm looking for, yada, yada, yada. They compare. You look at it. That's it. They'll never sell your information. So you're not going to get calls or emails or spam. None of it. The best part is you can save up to $670 a year using thezebra.com. That's thezebra.com. How much can you save on your car and home insurance? Do it now. Start saving at thezebra.com slash Beck. That's thezebra, Z-E-B-R-A, dot com slash Beck. Do it now. Lauren Culp. Have you heard the name before? If you live in Washington State, perhaps. He is leading the pack now in the Republican primary and wants to run uh, against Jay Inslee in Washington State. Now, I don't know what he's smoking in Washington. I get, you know, you can smoke. So, I mean, you can smoke marijuana, not cigarettes, God forbid. Uh, but uh, he's he's got to be smoking some sort of dope because I'm reading what he actually believes in, and I like him. So how could you possibly run for the governor of Washington State when you use common sense? <laughs> we begin there in 60 seconds with him as our guest. The Glenn Beck Program. 
Okay, so the U.S. GDP just tanked by a record 32.9%, or at least that's what they'd have you believe. It actually was like 9.4%, but the media, you know, they used uh, they used the yearly extrapolated out over 12 months instead of the actual figure just to make it uh, seem much, much worse. You don't have to do that. It's bad. Did you see that your the value of the dollar has lost about 10% in the last couple of months? 10%. That means if you had $100, you now have $90 of buying power. You still say, oh, no, I look at my bank account. It still says $100. Yeah, but it's only $90 of buying power compared to the last couple of months. So this is why gold is so important. Gold is going up. Gold always goes up when the dollar goes down. Because people say, I don't want to hold my money in dollars because it's becoming worth less and less and less. So get into gold or silver. Silver, I think, is doubled in the last couple of uh, years. Last time I looked, it was like $12. And I think it's up to $24, $25, something like that. If you don't think you can get into gold or afford gold, I think you're wrong because they have the accumulation special at Goldline. But you could also talk to them about silver. But please put some of your money into gold or silver. Please consider spreading it into other things that the world is going to need. Because I truly believe the world's not going to need dollars at some point soon. So please consider taking 10% and just having it as a bet on safety. It's uh, gold line. Those are the people I trust. I just bought some of their uh, $5 uh, gold coins about two months ago. Then they stopped the special, and now they brought it back. They got more gold coins. These are really old gold coins. They're Liberty coins. They're selling at a record pace right now. For one week only, they're giving away for free a half an ounce platinum coin with their $5 gold Liberty coins. I didn't get that call to find out now about the offer. It's uh, not often to hear uh, an offer like that. A full half ounce of platinum in a coin uh, with Goldline. Goldline.com. Call them right now. They're waiting for your call. Don't buy anything now. Just ask them for the information. Do your own homework. You're smart enough to figure this out. 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or Goldline.com. Man, this would be the guy I would be campaigning for, I think, if I still lived in Washington State, but I was smart enough to leave. Uh, Loren Culp is uh, with us now. He is currently the chief of police uh, in Republic, Washington. Uh, Before that, he served as a narcotics uh, detective. Uh, He served uh, in the military. Then he ran a construction business for 20 years. And then he got into police work um, and he is running in the Washington state primary tomorrow. He is leading the Republican field. And uh, what chance do you have, Loren, in a in a in a in a state like Washington state? Are there enough people that still believe in common sense in Washington? Good morning, Glenn. It's great to be with you. Yes, I believe Thank there you. are enough people. <laughs> that believe in freedom and liberty and that's the message that i'm spreading all over this state you know we've got yeah, a bunch I, of people that have been in politics forever running against me and i'm leading the pack by a long ways 
I saw uh, your platform, uh, addiction, mental health, individual freedom, liberty, smaller government, lowering taxes, support for veterans and police, reducing overregulation. Uh, you are a man out of time right now. Yes, sir, I am. And the message, though, is resonating not just with conservative-minded people, but with Democrats, believe it or not. They are sick and tired of what the far left is doing, what our governor, who is a far leftist, what he's doing to our state. You know, the homelessness, the drugs, the crime, the riots, uh, the lockdown, they're getting sick and tired of it. You know, a lot of Democrats own businesses. They don't like the lawlessness. You know, they want law and order just like everybody else. And I'm spreading this message to 400 to 2,000 people multiple times a day. I usually do two to four rallies, um, live events and all over the state. And I've got 400 to 2,000 people showing up at my rallies. No other, none of my other competitors are doing that. And the message is resonating across the political aisle because I explain about our Constitution. I explain about the rule of law and that citizens are in charge, not the elected public servants. And it's, it's blown up. I mean, it has absolutely blown up. You know, nobody wants to deal with a governor who acts like our nanny or our dictator, you know, telling us that we have to stay home and go broke. You know, and they're fining people. You know, he's, he's weaponized uh, departments in the state government that are not law enforcement, but they're going out and finding people. Um, tens of thousands of dollars. There's a barber right in Snohomish County that the state has fined him $90,000 because he cuts one person's hair at a time. But you can go to a big box store or an abortion clinic or a pot shop here in Washington and be among hundreds of people. It's, it's absolutely lunacy. So how are the how are the because I, I grew up in Washington State and Seattle's always been crazy and they've had a statue of was it Stalin or Marx uh, for a long time. Um, but it wasn't this crazy. Uh, but there were towns like when I was there, Sumner and Puyallup and and, uh, um, you know, Mount Vernon and Skagit County, all these these areas that I grew up in that were farmers and they were they were common sense. But this is in a time when Bellevue wasn't crazy either. Uh, how, how, how the state seems to be overrun with Marxist. That's a wrong perception. Well, they are definitely the loudest and they're the ones that the media panders to and puts on TV all the time. But the we the people you know the farmers i'm in skagit county as i'm speaking to you right now i had a rally mm. in skagit county had about 450 500 people at it last night um the mm. common people you know the people that work for a living that make things in this country that build businesses um they're all across the political spectrum right democrat republican but the message of individual freedom and liberty is is loud and clear and those folks are standing up this time uh we have a really good shot of getting rid of jay Inslee because like i said even democrats are sick and tired of what he's doing you know they they come to my rallies they email me and the message that i have of, of getting our government back within the confines of the constitution and the rule of law uh, once that happens then everyone is protected equally under the law that's the way our country was set up it doesn't matter your skin mm -hmm. color it doesn't matter your age your sex your education or anything Everyone is protected equally under the law, and that's what's so great about a republic.
which we are founded as. So what should Inslee be doing right now other than, you know, knowing that a major portion of a, of uh, of his state seattle was under attack and they had actually lost several city blocks i mean it was amazing when he didn't know that um uh, during that press conference but what should he be doing right now if you were governor what would you be doing to stop the madness well i say i talk about this all the time at my rallies glenn uh to the audience i tell them that you know, what he did is totally wrong. You know, he's violating our, our constitutional rights. And Washington State has some specific uh, amendments in it. Article 1, Section 7 says that no citizen shall be disturbed in their private affairs. And I'm amazed that a lot of people have never even heard that before because we're not taught about the Constitution and the rule of law in school. But that will change when I become governor. Uh, but James was trampling on everyone's rights. And what I would do immediately, if I took over right now, um, I would open everything. You know, I would have never decided who's going to win and who's going to lose. I would have never issued his stay home, go broke order. I would have had press conferences with the medical professionals to explain to the citizens what's going on, what we should do to protect ourselves, what might happen if we don't, and make sure the supply chain is as open as possible for the medical supplies that were needed and then let free individual citizens decide what's best for themselves, their family, and their business. Because that's how you are a governor over free Americans, and that's what we are. We just need to stand up and take our freedom back from this tyrant that's sitting that with is, you right now. That assumes that people are responsible enough anymore. Um, I mean, our government doesn't trust the american people uh, that's the reason we have these lockdowns and these debates over masks and everything else because they keep changing their mind on what we're supposed to do etc cetera, etc cetera, instead of just giving us the information and allowing us to do the right thing expecting us to do the right thing because we're americans and we always do are the people of america are they responsible enough anymore well, I, I've gotten asked that a couple of times, you know, and I've had people make the comment, well, I don't trust my fellow citizens enough to just give them advice and expect them to do the right thing. And my response to them is, well, you don't trust your fellow citizens to do the right thing, yet you travel down a state highway at 60 miles an hour with nothing between you and your fellow citizens other than a five-inch strip of yellow paint. We have to take Uh, back our rights. We have to stand up for ourselves. And the governor is put in place to run the executive branch of the state government. Not every aspect of our lives, not every aspect of our businesses. We are free Americans, and we just need to stand up and realize that and take back our freedoms. What do you do about, I mean, the city of Seattle is now teaching anti-white propaganda. Um, what do you do? Does does the governor, is he able to stop that? What do you do about the the schools that are that have just gone crazy with with Marxist? Well, th- that's pretty simple. I mean, on its face, what we're going to do when I'm governor is allow parents to have a choice where their children are educated, whether they want to go to a different school district or they want private school homeschool 
and I want the money to follow the child. That will create competition between all the schools. You know, just like in the private sector, if you own a business and someone opens a business down the road, you have to raise your standards. You have to be better than your competition. So by allowing parents to decide where their children are going to go to school and having the money follow the child, that's going to create competition all across the board in our education system, and parents will be in charge, and they should have been in charge all along of where their children are going to be educated. And the city of Seattle educating the city workers uh, that you're inferior if you're white? Right. Yeah, the city of Seattle has gone off the deep end. They're, they're total Marxist, total socialists that are running the city of Seattle. It's absolutely sickening. Um, but apparently the people of Seattle keep on voting them in. And um, if they do not follow state law, like these, these riots, you know, Chaz and Chop or whatever the heck they're calling it now, uh, when that got out of hand, our governor, Jay Inslee, sent in the National Guard when the local law enforcement and the state patrol called for backup. But he disarmed them before he sent them in there to a violent situation. You know, they were burning and they were, they were murdering people. There was assaults, all kinds of crimes. And our governor sent our young men and women into a violent situation without the ability to protect themselves or other people. I will not do that. I've been in the military I've served, I have trained, I went to drill sergeant school at Fort Leonard, Missouri, where I helped to train civilians into soldiers. I know the training that they have. I will never, ever send our young men and women into a violent situation without the means to protect themselves and other people. And they would have gone in there and helped local law enforcement to shut those riots down. You have been outspoken against 1639, which is Washington initiative to uh, uh, take guns away from uh, citizens. Washington has some of the strictest gun uh, control. And you said you would not enforce that. If you're governor, what do you do with with guns? Yes, sir. I stood up for citizens' rights back in 2018 against that anti-gun initiative. Um, Before there was an election, nobody was even thinking about a run for the governor's office. And that led me to being on the national news. And I wrote a number one best-selling book called American Cop. It went to number one, and that led me to being invited around the state to Republican Party Lincoln Day dinners and sportsman shows, talking to citizens groups about our rights and responsibilities. And that led to people asking me to run for governor. You know, I'm, I'm not the establishment pick. I'm not the party pick or the media pick. I was asked by citizens to run. And that's why I threw my hat in the ring. Uh, to help to take this state back. I've got two grown sons and seven grandkids that live right down by Olympia, Washington. And if I didn't, you know, at the age of 59, I, I felt, and I talked to my wife, Barb, of 43 years about this. If I didn't jump in with both feet and, and try to help to turn this state around, I would regret it for the rest of my life. And I, I do not like to live with regret. So that's what has led me down this path to running. You know, besides, I'm the only military veteran that's running ran my own business for over 20 years and realized my childhood dream at the age of 49 and became a police officer. Um, There's a lot at stake here in this state, but I believe we can turn it around this time. Lauren Culp, he is running for uh, governor of Washington State. The primary uh, for the GOP is tomorrow, and uh, we wish you the best of luck, Lauren Culp. Thank Thank you you very much, much. Glenn. My website is culpforgovernor.com. Got it. C-U-L-P for governor.com. All right. You know what a smart grill technology is? That's TM. 
And TM next to it stands for trademark, which means something important, I'm sure. Normally, uh, normally I wouldn't unglove my fingers to do anything as basic as cooking. You know, that's a job for the little people. But then I got a Rectech. Rectech is a blast. It is a real blast. I have been enjoying mine for uh, months now. Uh, the smart grill technology. The Rectech allows you to control the cooking of your food from the app at a touch of a button. You just get it started. You put the food in and then you go inside what normal people do. Okay. That's why I don't like grilling. You got to stand outside. I live in Texas. It's as hot as out of the grill as it is in the grill anyway while i'm enjoying the uh, air conditioning the app tells me everything i need to know uh, i've been using mine for months and i haven't burnt a thing that is a record follow rec tech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter that's r-e-c-t-e-q rec tech with a q at the end visit rec Tech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com, Rectech dot com. Let's pause for 10 seconds. Hey, Stu, I got this uh, mysterious pack of seeds in the mail. I didn't order them. <laughs> Tanya didn't order them, but we planted them. Really? Uh, now this, Yeah, this plant wants meat now. I'm not sure what to do. Is it, sure uh, is it do. saying uh, is anything about Seymour? Uh, any, uh, I don't know. It only speaks Chinese. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> it's yeah. a weird story, isn't it? Isn't it weird? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, yeah. There, so if you haven't heard the story, people are around the country are just getting random packs of seeds in the mail with chinese writing on them uh, a lot of times not even in packaging uh which is <laughs> a tad disturbing uh there's a couple different ideas as to what could be going on here one of which is uh, you know some you know terrorist attack in which they're tr- trying to get people to sell uh, to plant like invasive species of plants uh mm-hmm. i don't know if that's accurate the other one uh, is re- i guess relatively common in which stores that want a lot of good amazon reviews are basically bu- they're they're buying seeds shipping them to real us addresses and then reviewing the the store positively um, so they're buying with their own money these seeds super cheaply. Then they're, that's e- that it allows them to uh, rack up the positive Amazon reviews, so they show up higher in the search results. And then, so wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait, wait. Yeah, no. So like they're they're reviewing themselves, or are they expecting people to go? I got these seeds in the mail from China. No, no, yeah, they're great. So they get they, a whole. They started a. Uh, they, they killed s- my lawn and my daughter, <laughs> but they're great. Other than that, they're fantastic. No, Glenn Beck yeah, decides right. he's going to open up a store, uh, and so mm-hmm. Glenn gets the the, the information and opens up an account in Stu's name. Uh, then mm-hmm. you buy seeds and send them to Stu's real address, which of course I'm like, what the heck are these? I just throw them out. Then Glenn goes in and reviews the seeds positively. He says, these are the greatest seeds I've ever received. This seed store is fantastic. It goes up mm-hmm. the, uh, the Amazon rankings, and then they're able to sell more actual products of what they're actually doing. That's the theory, at least, involved. Well, it's better than China, although I kind of like the Jenna. <laughs> I think Putin is sending seeds 
Mm. Uh, and then he's blaming it on China. China. And those seeds grow voters for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> he's trying to affect the election yet again. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So how much of your monthly budget goes towards paying bills? I'm talking credit cards, car payment, mortgage. It's quite a bit, isn't it? It's, it would be easy just to pay all those bills month after month and uh, not pay attention to how much you're spending in interest. Most of us do. But here's an opportunity to not do that. You need to call American Financing today. You can save a lot of money because it's not easy paying those bills. Mortgage rates now are the lowest the industry and the industry has seen in over forty-five years. Percentage uh, interest rates are now in the three percent range. They're headed for the two percent range. Now is not the time for just uh, just spending money or frivolous spending. Save every dollar you possibly can and get in line right now because people are standing in line to get this money and get a refi. The people you need to call, American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Only a few days left to vote for Glenn Beck in the Radio Hall of Fame. RadioVote.com is the place to go. RadioVote.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Stu's yelling at me because you're still sleeping with your wife. Yes, I am. Yeah, that's dumb. Yes, that's a dumb thing to do. I mean, for her. Well, I don't know why she's with explain you. A lot of the, <laughs> that'll explain a lot when your marriage falls apart. Oh. No, she's got she's got the vid. Mm-hmm. She's got the vid. She does. She's got the run. Uh, and yeah, and uh, and uh, and she and I'm the only one in the family that hasn't gotten it. And quite honestly. I mean, just let's get it over with. Mm. Let's just get it over with. That's smart. At least you're not uh, immunocompromised, though. That's that's at least key. Because there's right? not like you spent right? half the last 10 years telling us about all your immune system problems. Now make sure to go get no, COVID I, and see how it works out. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking hydroxychloroquine mm. and a steroid and zinc. So you are basically treating it, it as if you have it, right? I mean, that's that's what the doctor's doing. Yeah, I'm treating. Yeah, I'm I'm treating it as if I have it because I I think I might have already had. There's no way that this has gone through every family member of my house and I haven't gotten it. Come on, <laughs> come on. How's that possible? Unless they want everybody that to, to, in the family to be at my funeral, yeah. they're like, ah, <laughs> we got to get everybody healthy before dad gets it and then kicks it. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. It's not as much about getting it right. It's more about how your body is able to deal with it. I think that's the immune, right. immune system uh, situation. But I, I, yeah, and it's been hard. T- Tanya is really healthy and it's been really hard on her. Yeah, really hard. On it really her. does. Seem the kids to were fine. Mm-hmm kids were fine yeah it's interesting it seems to hit people totally different ways and they keep trying to generalize it like there's been a pitch push for a while that men have had it harder than women with this thing um that was part Oof, of it i hope um, not uh the, the other one is the uh, uh, minorities have been hit harder than uh whites and when it comes to uh the the mm-hmm. it's been a big push and they just released numbers from dallas and i don't know if dallas is an outlier 
but it, it it lines up exactly with the percentages of the population, you know, of, of the people who have been most affected uh, by it. So it does not seem like that's happening in Dallas, although it's just it's just one city, but it is a pretty big city with a pretty big uh, sample size. Am I the only one that just wants it over with? Just oh, get, I definitely it, want. We're it all going to get it. Let's just go. Come on, just let's have a. Well, there's no let's reason have a COVID we all, party, and <laughs> there's no reason we all have to get it. That's that's the worst case we're scenario, all right? We're all uh, going to get it. I hope. I hope that's we're untrue. I hope we come up with a treatment or you know a, a, a cure of some sort. You going to take that? Are you going to take the? Are you going to take the cure? Yeah. Did you uh, see what absolutely. Joe Biden said? I mean, Joe Biden t- said about the. You told me you were optimistic. You're taking hydroxychloroquine. You're taking a uh, a bunch of treatments uh, for it oh, now, no, including the steroids. That's just. Nah, you have to be a conspiracy theorist to take those things. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, mean, I think everybody wants a treatment. I mean, that doesn't mean you're going to embrace. I mean, there's one. One of the big vaccine trials is from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And I was like, I don't know about that one. That one, I don't know. I'm yeah, a, little, a little sensitive about that one. I mean, well, Did I don't, you know, see I don't that- want anything from Wuhan ever again in my life. That is, I have legitimately right. come to that conclusion. <laughs> right. I don't care right. what I don't it want is. a postcard. Like, yeah, I, I don't want a postcard. They can send yeah. me a bunch of U.S currency and i think i just leave it on the front stoop yeah. you know <laughs> nothing from wuhan ever again so joe biden said that he's wondering if this this uh vaccine if it comes out before the election if it's even real see, was, this is a serious thing it's funny because they keep saying that donald trump is the conspiracy theorist here right right he's the conspiracy they theorist. Are. right and what we're they're finding is that uh, people who are not, I mean, obviously there's a certain element of society who's just against vaccines or very skeptical of vaccines for whatever reason. Take those people out of it for a second. People on the left are saying they won't take the vaccine from all of our leading medical institutions and, and, le- and leading medical companies from around the globe because they think Donald Trump is going to make them rush the vaccine uh, to try to win the election. So they're all terrified about it. But they'll saying if Biden is in office, then they'll take the vaccine. Like, that is and I, legitimately And I have nuts. to tell you, I am, con- I am being consistent. I'm not sure I'm going to take the vaccine from either of them. Right, there you go. I mean, that's, uh, that's not a, uh, entirely a shocking statement uh, from a glass bag, but the point is... <laughs> I know. I mean, I have witch away. doctors yeah. now giving me... I have witch doctors. You know, it's feel, I, when I talk to my doctor, mm-hmm. I expect to hear behind him, and he's some sort of witch doctor calling me from the jungles of Africa or tennessee or someplace mm-hmm. you know it's like he's making stuff in a still <laughs> no he's he's prescribing yeah. a very well-known uh drug that is known to to help covid one in the early stages and likely to help covid 19 i mean it, it's weird because he it's like psst, hey you want some zinc along with that uh, hydroxychloroquine? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Come on over here. I got it in my jacket. Did you I see, mean, it's really... Did you see the hydroxychloroquine episode of Breaking Bad? It was one of my favorites. Uh, when they were really <laughs> brewing that stuff up. <laughs> that yeah, was, it was a good crazy. One. Uh, no, look, I mean, the, yeah, the, the steroid thing is another part of this, though, which kind of came along later on uh, in the process. That's which a, makes total sense. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense. Look, you're giving. They're they're saying don't do steroids. Don't no no no. You just take steroids, uh, you know, orally. How about breathing them into your lungs? How about doing that one? Mm-hmm. How about instead you give the steroid to the lung? 
because I'm afraid it's going to get trapped. I don't know in my I don't know, uh, <laughs> you know, elbow or knee or something. It's going right directly to my lungs. Doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, it, it does. It, and it seems to be actually helping. I and mean, there's look, there's a lot of things to try. And I think the good the good idea here is that these things, even if they're not, you know, is hydroxychloroquine uh, the end-all, be-all? That's the only thing you ever need to solve this? I don't think so. But does it help some people for, in some situations? It seems like it does. And if you could take some of these things and combine them, you've got a couple that you're taking here, Glenn. You know, there, there are a bunch of other, uh, you know, situations where you can knock a few percent off uh, for at various stages through this. That stuff adds up over time. People, the doctors learn how to use it more appropriately, and it does mm-hmm. help. I think that's sort of helping now. I kind of have a theory, Glenn, that basically, and again, this is Dr. Stu. I was not, I'm not a doctor of humanities here. Uh, well, I am, Glenn I is. am. So, so let me write the prescriptions, okay. but go ahead and okay. give your cute okay. little opinion. Uh, as, as an intern here at this medical facility, let me give my little opinion. Yes. Here. Like I do, Known for its science. Yes. No, no. Um, I do think like what you know, Dr. Burks talked about this this weekend. It's, this is more widespread currently than it was in uh, April and and may of course it is however it's not as serious as it was in april and in may um and you know with those situations where it was focused on one area you did have situations where the hospitals got overwhelmed in certain areas and everything like that i am of the opinion and this is just me just spitballing here but like i don't think another new york is possible right now Think about go back to like March, Glenn. Right, late, late February, early. Hang March. on, I'm just I'm just savoring that. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. thank God, thank God. There would be no other New York. No, I don't on mean the, the state. The, well, the state can happen, uh, unfortunately, oh. all over the country. Uh, all right. So what are you saying? So go back to uh, April or, or March uh, and, uh-huh. and late February in that area where this thing is. Mm. We don't. We know this now. This thing is growing out of control, but we don't know mm-hmm. it then, right? So. What are you doing with your normal life? You get the COVID, right? You're in a subway. You get the COVID. What happens? You're living your life absolutely as normal for three or four days when you don't know you have symptoms, right? You're going mm-hmm. around. You may be spreading it to, to various people. Mm-hmm. Then you start mm-hmm. getting symptoms. You're getting, you know, a cough or a sneeze or whatever. But you're like, eh, it's probably allergies. You're still going out. You're still, you're living your life as normal. You're not uh, social distancing. You're certainly not wearing a mask. Nobody would do that. You're going around doing everything you can. You're going to, uh, you're going to a bar. You got mild symptoms. It's a little bit of a, you know, coughing, allergies, whatever. Maybe. You hear a report about the coronavirus in Italy or in, in Wuhan, and you think to yourself, I don't know, could this be what I have? Probably not, especially when your mayor and your governor and your local health authorities are telling you to go to festivals in Chinatown to prove you're not racists. So Yeah, Cheyenne and I went to Chinatown this weekend. Yeah, good. that's anyway, good to go hear. Ahead. That's good to hear. So you go to Chinatown, you go to a festival, you go to a county club, you go to a little tiny bar with no ventilation, mm-hmm. you do all those things that you do, you spread it to God knows how many people, you commute back and right. forth on the train, blah, 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 blah. Then you finally, maybe your symptoms get serious enough where you're like, maybe this is that crazy thing they keep talking about. You go to try to, to a doctor to get a test. Well, they don't have any tests. So you have no idea whether you have it or not. Your wife, who's asymptomatic, is sitting in the, in the room, has had it for a week. She's out there spreading it, too, has no idea she can do that. All this, the World Health Organization just said, hey, you can't spread it uh, without symptoms. So all of this stuff is going on, and it keeps building and building and building on each other with, without any testing. Think of the difference of today, right? Like you get, like your wife has COVID-19. 
She's not mm-hmm. out dancing or going to bars. She got a test. No. She was able to identify it early. She stays away from uh, most people, at least the people she doesn't want to kill. There's obviously one she does, so right. she keeps getting near one. you. Um, but, uh, I'm the one getting out, and I'm dating just in case it gets bad for her. You know, but, I don't want any disruption in the family, so I'm dating. Think of it now. If you do get it, you still have the couple of days where you don't know about your symptoms. But when you go out, you're probably stuck wearing a mask anyway. You're probably social distancing anyway because you don't want to catch it. Then when you get symptoms, as soon as you get symptoms, you're staying home. You're definitely wearing a mask if you are forced to go out. You're going to get a test relatively quickly. You're going to tell if you get a positive test, you're going to tell your friends and neighbors and the people that you interacted with so they know about it. You're going to call your favorite coffee shop and say, hey, guys, I was in there last, uh, you know, two days ago. Just got a test. I want you guys to know all that stuff goes on now. So like the idea that it's going to grow is still possible. But can it go out of control like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut did at the beginning of this? It's hard to imagine that could happen. Thoughts, uh, doctor? Wow, that was a that was a long. I don't. I didn't mm. even listen. I don't even okay. know what you said. But okay. that was that lasted a long. That's for, a it, long time. Good analysis, doc. Here's the thing. Thank you. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, guys, if you get it, like right now, my wife gets. She has it. And I don't know what to do. I mean, yes, I mean, I got to wait on her and help her and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I am sick. Can you get my medicine? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. I can do that. And then she expects me to run the house, to cook the food, to take care of the kids. I mean, nobody can do that. Anyway, um, here's the thing. I'm just saving myself because if I get the sniffles when she's better, no matter what you hear, you could read that I'm on a ventilator. None of that will be true. It'll all be an act because I need a vacation, okay, from taking care of her. I told her last night, I said, I did not say, do you remember me saying the sickness part? No, I didn't. I said, I'll take you and health. And uh, that's why I said it. So there was no promise for me at any time. Hmm sickness you said sickness and health i just said health i just said health so you intentionally slurred that word just so i did i did i i am a man of my word and i wasn't gonna promise i mean if she gets sick she is out she is out mm. so i'm gonna take care of her for a little a little while but i still am i am dating i am dating now <laughs> taking applications uh All right. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's uh, Relief Factor. Um, Relief Factor is a way to get rid of the pain that you might have. I mean, the intense pain. And I'm just thinking about the pain in my wife's body uh, that she claims I'm the pain in certain parts of her body. But I I disagree with her. Anyway, uh, I finally... Uh, started taking relief factor about two years ago uh, because my my life just had very little meaning left in it uh, with the pain that I was going through and I tried everything and some of it worked for a while um, and then it just kind of came back I I've started taking relief factor about two years ago it was at Christmas time and my pain is controllable now I have flare-ups and it's bad this day or that day but I, I can work, I can paint, I can write, I can, I can walk. It is bearable. 
and it's bearable because of relief factor, not a drug developed by doctors. Seventy percent of the people who try it go on to order more because it works for them, just like it works for me. Try call right now. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. Try their three week quick start. See if it works. Seventy percent of the people that take it for three weeks, they go on to order more because they do notice a difference. Some of the people who are, you know, a little like me, uh, stop taking it. And then they're like, oh, wow. OK, that did make a difference. Relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. Have you heard Glenn Beck is nominated for the Radio Hall of Fame? And listen, audience, because I know you, you will vote for the NPR guys because you think it's funny. Don't. It don't won't do be it. funny to me. It won't be funny to me. <laughs> as tempting as it is to mess with Glenn, let's try to help him win this thing. Riveting radio. Just head over to radiovote.com today and cast your vote for Glenn Beck. That's radiovote.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, I uh, saw something interesting on the prediction market, Stu, that maybe you can help me out. Um, I see that Joe, Bi- <clears throat> that Joe Biden is now, according to the prediction betting market, has a 93% chance of winning the Democratic primary. Yeah. Not the election. The Not the primary. Election. The primary. Which he's already uh, won. There's no challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no challenge. Uh, it's, it happens, what, in about two weeks? Yeah, the convention's in two weeks. Right. So the only thing that could happen... I think what let me rephrase this. It's not that they has a 93 percent chance of uh, winning the primary. Um, I think the betting markets are saying there's a 93 percent chance he'll live for the next two weeks for the next two weeks. That is not a two weeks. It's not a statement of confidence. Right. (laughs) I mean, you you put a dollar down, right? You get seven cents. Yeah, it's actually 93. If you put 93 cents down, you'd get seven extra cents. So it's about seven and a half percent return on predictive.org right now um, to say that Joe Biden is going to win the nomination. Now, again, it, the rules specifically a, state if he's replaced after he wins the nomination, like he's replaced in late October, you that doesn't, doesn't matter. You still win. It, it, you still would win if he won the nomination. They just have to announce it at the convention, I think, is the way this That's, thing reads. And I think that's two weeks away. I mean, that's, I'd like to say that's a safer bet than anything else. Putting your money in the bank, putting your yeah. money in Wall Street. But then again, there is a chance he dies in the next two weeks because he's not healthy. He's not healthy. This is the Glenn 